This is N to the A-R-F Money live from Philadelphia. I'm going to be joined later on by none other than Anton Kribich. We're going to talk about owning the worst two teams in the league and if either of us still has a shot at the playoffs. We're going to figure out what went wrong with Anton's team and why Narf's quarterbacks aren't good either. We're going to talk about the Eagles, Josh Freeman, great fantasy comebacks, and talk about Lambshot versus Lionel, who he likes better as a fantasy owner, whose team is better, and who's a better person. Also going to throw in some Tony versus Ironside, Club Nationals. Stick around, this is Narf. Because the love that you gave that we made wasn't able to make it enough for you to be open wide. No. Every time you speak her name, she know how you told me to hold me until you died, till you died, but you're still alive. And I'm here to remind you of the mess you between you and away. It's not fair to deny me a cross I bear that you gave to me. So this is North Money back on the pod with Anton. What's up? Hey, buddies. How you doing? I'm doing all right. So first question: Is this a life goal of yours to be on a podcast hosted by Narf? Um, some of those words are my life goal. Uh, I think it is, but whether you want to admit it or not, I'm, I'm pretty confident this is a big moment for you. Only recently, so I've, I've had a smartphone for a very long time, but well, like a year and a half. And I only recently discovered podcasts. You didn't know podcasts existed before then? I think what happened was iTunes is so horrible that I didn't want to deal with it. Like, it would never download, right? So I just gave up on the whole concept of podcasts. And I'm the one that brought you back? This podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Well, good. We've got, like, 10 subscribers. Sometimes, although it actually fluctuates a lot. Like, some weeks, people keep, like, unsubscribing and resubscribing. I'm not sure why. I think we're going places. Yeah, I think I think if this show could be the catalyst. So, so you got your first win this past week, and unfortunately, it was against me. You want to brag about that at all? Uh, no, I, I there's absolutely nothing for me to brag about this whole season. Well, I actually think we are the worst two teams in the league right now. Yoni's down there with us, but it's just not has not been an enjoyable season for me. If I, if I pulled it out the week before in my half point loss, um, then this could have been the start of something. Right? Who did? But, which loss was that? That was against Lionel, right? Um, no. Priest. It was against Priest. Oh, right. It was against Priest. When he, oh, right. Denver, Sunday night, when he beat you in like right. the fourth Actually, quarter. Actually, it was score adjusted, so I lost by a point and a half, so I don't feel so bad. Oh, that's, that's, still, that's still pretty close. Um, yeah, no, you were worried Stafford was going to beat you Monday night, though, right? Not, not, not that worried. I had, I had hope at first until I realized that he is awful like everyone on my team. I felt, I felt okay. Anytime Freeman has a big game, that's really my only chance to win. Well, he did it again for you last night. You're, you're not in bad shape against Lamb Chop right now. Yeah, I know, well, for a while there, I was in amazing shape because Peterson had like six points, and then he just exploded one long touchdown, and he shot up to like 20. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't actually. Well, I fell asleep in the first quarter last night. Was that in the second half when Peterson put it up? Um, yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably like third quarter. 
So what do you what do you think your chances are against LC this week? You're, I mean, twenty five and Freeman's I mean, a good start. The, the Thursday game went okay, but not no, I don't feel good about anything about my team. You're only a, you're a point and a half off in projected totals. Like it's really close according to ESPN. Yeah, they don't know shit. Um, no, this they whole do. team just pulls out ridiculous point totals every week. I, I, I don't understand it. Yeah, I'm going to bring that up later on the show. We can talk about that more. But so, 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 what went um, what went wrong with your team? What's like, what's the biggest fault you think? Is it Hakeem Nix? Yeah. Um, well, it was Nix and Murray, and that was my those were my second and third picks. Has Murray been injured all time, or is he just bad? I haven't been paying attention. He had a very encouraging first game, but the problem is the Cowboys sometimes suck. And they stop running it, and then they start switching backs. Yeah, that's something good. I guess Brandon Lloyd's also been pretty bad for you too. Yeah, nothing other than Rogers. Really, nothing has hit. Um, yeah, plus you've had injuries. That's true. So, what was your draft strategy going in? I mean, did you have anything in mind about what you wanted to do before or after I got the, the pick? Right. So after you David Stearns yourself the first pick, what was your strategy? I actually hate and I. I don't like having the first pick. You've had it like three years in a row, and you complain every time. You keep giving yourself it. Uh, anyway, um, I was I was pretty set on Rodgers. I, th- I thought about a running back for like a second. Uh, then, uh, who would you have yeah. taken, Foster? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think Rodgers... Foster last year, and I really enjoyed having yeah, I mean, if you look at um, at the par, I think he's the only player in like the top eight that's not a quarterback right now. He's having a good season. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Rod- Rodgers was definitely the first pick, the right pick there. Like, I don't have a problem with that. But you're right when you give yourself the first pick, like it's waits so long before your second pick. Like it. Well, I, I didn't, if Nick's hadn't gotten hurt, he could have been dominating this whole time. We don't know. Yeah, I mean, looking at what Victor Cruz is doing, that's true. Nick's. I don't know if Nick's would still be the number one, but he'd be he'd be having a good season for you. And then Murray was kind of a panic pick because he was he was like on the very outskirts of top backs, and I was terrified. It was going to be so long again, and I was terrified. Yeah. I'd get scraps next time around. Yeah, if you didn't take a back there, you would have been in a lot of trouble. I don't know who else would have been on the board in like the fifth round, but it would, it would have been hard to get starting running backs that late. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I guess Rodgers is pretty clearly the favorite player on your team. Anyone else you happy with at all? Um, no. Everyone sucks. Freeman is only good against bad defenses. Freeman is pretty bad. I mean, um, but his, look at Freeman's last three scores, 27, 38, 25. I mean, that's that's really he, good. He's having a good streak, and until Minnesota, I mean, he played KC in New Orleans, both horrible pass defenses. Minnesota is supposed to be coming back to Earth game, and he did pretty well, so... I'm optimistic, but this is how he fucking gets you. This is, I was just talking to someone, I think Noah, about this, that I've owned Freeman before, and this is how he gives you hope. Yeah, you owned him last year too, I think, right? Out of nowhere. Yeah, but he's, he's, I mean, look at his next games are Oakland, San Diego, Carolina, Atlanta. Like, that's four more bad defenses. He could, yeah, he could put together a, a good run. So, maybe jury's out on Freeman. Nix has been hurt. Lloyd has been totally underwhelming. My third receiver has been a carousel. Michael Turner's been in and out. And, yeah, Murray's hurt. Yeah. You, you have Rashad Jennings now. He's actually – that's not a bad play with MJDL. I think he could be pretty good for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm 
I'm going with him over Felix Jones. Uh, yeah, um, I don't know why you had Felix Jones ever, but that's because I, I picked him up when uh, Murray went down. Yeah, no. and I started him last week. Did you start him two weeks ago when he actually had the good game, or no? No, I started him last week when he got it's uh, nine and a half. Yep, looking at it too. Um, yeah, all right, so I was amazed no one owned him. Um, well, I mean, he like three or four years ago, he was like a really trendy name as like an up and coming player, but never became anything. So he's, he's kind of off people's radars well, now. I think supposedly Jerry Jones loves him, and he that's why he's in the lineup and returns kicks and all this. Supposedly, it's all this drama. Yeah, I mean, Jerry Jones loving a player doesn't mean he's a good football player, though. And no, but it means he's going to play. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, I guess he's not the worst player to have when you have Murray on your team anyway. Um, so have you, have you given up 100% on the playoffs, or are you still clinging to hope? I gave up around week three. We're, but you, last year you started like 0-4 also, right, and then made the finals? Yeah, but even if it was just 0-4, that, that was never going to happen again. So I gave up about week three, but I'm, I'm, I'm soldiering on trying to suck less. That's what you got to do. Um, yeah. And, and if you beat LC this week, that, that's just going to make the standings really interesting, I think. That, that's that's never, ever going to be what happens. That you, uh, but, yeah, playoffs are, are out of the question. All right, so what do you think about the bottom three teams of the rankings? How would you have ordered them? Yoni, Anton, Narf. All right, let's see. Hold on. This is, I'm working with a lot of browser windows. You, and I also you have to come in prepared for these shows. I told you that I was never going to do this silver, right? Uh, yes. Are you inebriated? Well, I told you I wasn't going to do it silver, right? Yes. All right. Yoni, Anton, and Narf. 10, 11, 12. How would you rank those? You think it's right? By the way, I would not have. No, I think I'm last. You just beat me, though. I know, but that's such a fluke. Uh, yeah, I agree. Oh, my on, my team is awesome. Uh, um, this would be good because... Oh, they take the they take the graph down. When you're playing someone, they give you that graph of who would have beaten who every week. Yeah, but uh, you can't get it for past games. No, you can't. It's 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 annoying. I've looked at right. that. Before. But anyway, I think most weeks you would have beaten me. Uh, probably. I've had a few decent weeks. I've I've been in like the hundreds most weeks, but by seventy points. What? For me, by seventy points. Yeah. Which is, and there's way more teams within 70 of you the other way. So I, I think there's no way I'm not last. All right. So if, if you if you lose, I'll. I was just trying to be nice and bump you up since you've been last what like three weeks in a row, four weeks in a row. You've been nothing but a jinx. I've been I was overrated, and now I've crashed. I guess that's true. Speaking so speaking of that, what do you think about uh, the Eagles this week? I think they're going to beat Atlanta. I really do. We, is it home or away? It's, it's home. It's it's home. We're off a bye. It's the type of game we get up for. It's, it's against Vic's old team. I, I think we're going to win. All right. Here's how I feel about the Eagles. So, the, the, the before last season, everyone was high on the Eagles, and you and I knew that they were going to fail. We both agreed. I remember that. Things we've most agreed on ever. Probably. And they failed. They did. And... and this year, people didn't think they were going to be any good, and you and I both agreed that they might actually be good. I thought they'd be like a 10-6 and six and win the division. Yeah, and then I, too many people started thinking that, too. Well, I so, still kind of think that. I mean, our season's not done. They've been, well, here's, here, they've been so bad, and going into the bye, I, I was just like, 
ready to throw it away. And then I remembered that they were three and three. And I actually, I, I'd kind of forgotten their record and just watching them be so horrible. Oh, they should be 0 and six realistically. So that kind of, that kind of gave me encouragement. Um, yeah, I mean, last year at this point, we were like one or like two and five, I think. So it's... I have to believe this is as bad as they as they're going to play. So I they mean, could be three I, I and think three so. in their worst stretch. Vic is leading it. the league in picks and fumbles. Like you can't play any worse. Right. But so you think, um, so you think we're going to win? What's, and, uh, what's the call? No. What's what's the line on the game? The line is uh, we are favored by three, so they're calling us even. I really wanted to bet on this, but. That line's a little too high for the Eagles. If we were minus one or one and a half, I would have bet on the Eagles. I, oh, there's no way it's even. I, I would bet Atlanta. I wouldn't because it's the Eagles, but. I bet Atlanta on that line too, but that's just Vegas giving the Eagles a better line than they deserve. Uh, what do you, you think about Juan Castillo being fired? I just, why didn't that happen before the year? I, I agree. It didn't make sense that it was happening now. Um, the worst way to do it, and it's gonna have the least benefit. I actually think it might hurt us because they're like the, the new guy has never called um, defense in a game either. So we're going to someone with actually less experience than Castillo. Oh, I know nothing about the new guy. Uh, Todd Bowles. He was our secondary coach. He was the interim head coach for Miami last year, but he wasn't their D coordinator. He got promoted from secondary to interim head coach. So he's never coached a full defense either. Which is just apparently what we do now is hire people who never coached defense before. It's hard to, I mean, like the the conventional wisdom is Castillo was not qualified, or he didn't know what the hell. I, I don't know. What the players seem to be saying is that he called very basic plays and didn't mix up coverages. So by the end of the game, it was very obvious how to beat them. Right. So maybe that's why it makes sense that this the new guys from the secondary. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Um, the defense hasn't really been the problem. I mean, oh, yeah, I don't see how it gets worse. Tur- turnovers have been the only problem, pretty much. Like it's, it's it just kills us every. I mean, it's always a problem with the Eagles, but that's that's been mostly what's happening. So, so what do you think about? Uh, we had a big trade this week, actually. Hudson and Priest. Did you see it? Um, I did. You're gonna have to remind me. So, that. Priest gave up Eli Manning and Stevie Johnson. For oh, shit, yeah. Romo and Vincent Jackson. It, it's it it's pretty like, close on paper. Then. I didn't really get a chance to look at it. So, I, I mean, I, we probably both say Eli's better than Tony Romo, right? Yeah. Vincent Jackson is better than Stevie Johnson. I'm not sure by how much, though. Vincent Jackson is like the most inconsistent player in football. You can still vote on this trade. Oh, it hasn't gone through yet. That's right. We could veto it. It's going to go through in, like, two and a half hours. Oh, so should we live veto it right now? Well, let's let's break it down. Um, what What do you think? Oh, i got to look at their teams, too. This is... I'm so unprepared. Right, so I'll, I'll let you catch up. Priest is giving up Eli. And Stevie Johnson. So Priest is trying to trade up at receiver. He's trying to trade up at receiver, yep. His third receiver is... Nate Washington. Yeah, but he's got Colston and Torrey Smith, too, I think. And so, uh, Johnson's not a buy. So, Colston's his third receiver. Uh, well, Colston's not his number three. Colston's his number one, really. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, he's... Oh, so Johnson's... 
Johnson's his fourth receiver. So yeah, um, Johnson's his fifth receiver. No, Johnson started for him a fair amount. I mean, he Priest was juggling players in and out. Okay, so Jackson's going to be a sure starter. Jackson's but a sure starter, but Jackson's, Jackson has like four-point weeks, like more often than almost any good receiver. I don't know if I like this for Priest. Just because you think giving up Eli for Romo is a big, big downgrade? More than anything he's getting, yeah. Eli has not been amazing this year. Like, I mean, he's been pretty good, but from a, I think he's like eighth in fantasy right now. Like, he... And he's got one game over 22 points. Like, he hasn't been super explosive. All right, let's hold on. So, Romo's been bad, too. I just, I kind of like Romo from a fan's perspective. I think he's going to play better than that. Okay, it's actually not as bad as I thought. I'm looking at the numbers again. If Vincent Jackson keeps it up, you know... I mean, do you, do you believe Vincent Jackson's really a top five wideout? This year? This year. You think the rest of the way he's a top five wideout? He's number three right now. Oh, and we just talked about their soft schedule, too. Yeah, I don't even care. Like, I, don't, I, don't, I would bet a lot Vincent Jackson is not a top five wideout, even with their schedule. Yeah, so, I mean... It's a risk. Receiver's always a bigger risk, right? Yeah, and actually, Priest, I think I wrote this in the rankings, Priest now with Colston, Torrey Smith, and Vincent Jackson, that's like the three most volatile receivers there are. Like, he, he could get zero points, or like one point from each in a given week. Oh, and I don't, Tony Romo's schedule does not look good. Um, uh, who they, they, they host the Giants, then they go he played, Atlanta. He played great Atlanta. against the Giants week one, though. Yeah, but that it's that could always go both ways that game. Yeah, and the Giants usually win. Atlanta. The Giants have been much better since. Yep, you're right. Atlanta, Philly, those are tough games. Atlanta at Philly, Cleveland's like the reprieve. Then they got two more division games before they go to Cincinnati. That's that's not great. No, it's not. And and Romo, I said Eli has only broken twenty two once. Romo's only broken twenty once. Like he's having an awful season for his standards too. Yeah, Eli's been pretty consistent. All right. Yeah, I, I actually, I do think Hudson got the better end of this trade, but I think it's going to be pretty close. All right, you've convinced me. Convinced you that, that Hudson Pre won it? Priest, I take it back. It's, I can't uh, tell which way you're deciding. What? I, I, was, I was apologizing for, to Priest for doubting his trading skills. Uh, so you think Priest got the better end of this trade? No, at first, I thought Priest got way worse. Oh, okay. And now you think he only got a little bit worse. It's not so bad. It's not, no, it's not so bad. It's, it's, it's pretty close. I actually think it's probably the closest trade of any we've had so far. But I think Hudson's probably going to win that one by a little bit. Um, have you been trying to make any moves? Like, have, have you, I don't think you've so traded this there season. was. See, uh, some, someone in Tron chat said you would really like this because it's inside information. I love inside information. Yeah, Share yeah. it on the show. It's really exciting. Uh, there was a blockbuster trade being discussed in Tron chat. Right now? No, there was. It, it, is, it has since fallen apart. Okay, all right, give me the uh, deals. 
It involved, I think it involved five current starters. Okay. Name said starters. Um, so I don't know how much I'm supposed to say. You said the talks have cooled down. The trade, the trade didn't happen, and it's become a little cursed because now at least two of the players involved are injured. All right. I mean, if the trade didn't happen, what can you lose by saying it? All right. So I was in talks with Noah. With Noah. Uh, to shore up his running game with one of my three not as embarrassing running backs. So you were going to trade Noah DeMarco Murray? Yeah. Okay, and Noah was going to trade you who? Um, and we were going to do the rest of the value. Ooh. Oh, we were talking QB swap Freeman for Smith before Freeman broke out. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Um, Smith has been awful, too. Jason Witten was in that trade with Fred Davis. Yeah, Noah's been trying to get rid of Witten for a while now. What was that? I said Noah's been trying to get rid of Witten for a while, I know. He offered him to me like three or four weeks ago. Yeah, and I wouldn't I wouldn't mind grabbing him. Yeah, Witten's better I, than Stella. He was going to be an upgrade over Fred Davis, and now Fred Davis is after the season. I snagged. This was a, a veteran move. You know, I snagged Brent Selleck during the, during the playing week. Was he on waivers? No, he was playing. He was on a bye, and Fred Davis went down in the early game, so he was still a free agent. Oh, that's a smart move. Um, yeah, but not that anyone else wants him, but I need a tight end. Look at his numbers, though. Like four, seven, seven and a half, no, five. Good. No, he's he's not. I would I would totally take Jason Witten, but uh, the problem is Murray went down, and so it's not clear that any kind of trade is going to happen there. Yeah, this doesn't seem like as big a blockbuster as you originally kind of touted this up to be. I'm a salesman. Yeah, it didn't didn't live up to it. All right, so so what do you think at the top of the rankings? Lamb Chop, Lionel. Which team do you think is stronger right now? Lamb Chop, Lionel. They're right. pretty clearly well, the top two. But Lamb Chop is blowing everyone in points, right? Yeah, he's almost 200 up on Lionel. His record's worse, but points-wise, he's, he's clearly way out in front. I think I think Lamb Chop has had a way more dominant team, but I'm going to look at him head-to-head right now. Does it drive you crazy that Lamb Chop's team is this good again? A little. Like, he's such a he's such a fucker. I, I don't understand. He like it, uh, he gets lucky with every pick. He, he spent today trying to convince us that he was talking to us from uh, the future. Um, uh, what was his argument? Just that that was about it. That he was so, in the future. I don't really know if I can explain any further. He's just such a fucker. So when you when you're listening to this, you you are. All right, you got that, LC. Love you, LC. Okay, so even if it had been close, Lionel just lost MJD. Yeah, that's a that's a big blow. It's and there's no clear timetable for his return. Yeah, and unfortunately for Lionel, what's the, his backup was on waivers, and I picked him up. Jennings, yeah. Um, Which I offered Lionel in a trade. Oh, what did you and who um, did you want back? Never. We, we didn't really find anything that worked, and, you know, no one's really sure how long Jennings is starting. I don't know. It's going to be a few weeks, I think. Like, I don't think MJD's gonna, coming back immediately. And since, right, and since he's he's starting for me, I'm in no hurry, really. All right. So so you think LC's team is better? I think LC's team is better. Who do, just, who do you think's a better fantasy manager? 
fantasy manager? Yeah, who's a better owner, Lamchop or Lionel? Say or enough. I don't know. They're so different because Lionel is is sneaky. Okay. And Lamchop is 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 just a braggart and a fucker. You got got to pick one though. <sighs> Shit, no, I can't. I can't. Right. You know, I would like I like Lamchop as a regular season manager, but I like Lionel as a playoff manager. I'll make it easier. Who do you like better as a person? Oh, Lionel. Lionel Lamchop is a terrible human being. Yeah, I agree. That that that's actually a really easy answer. He is. He's a. Uh, he has red hair. I know. It's it is hard to get over that. His hair is red. Is everywhere. It's all all of. Is the that hair. confirmed everywhere? It's confirmed. Ooh, I don't know how I feel about that. All of the hair. I, I believe you. Are you rooting for Lionel in Sarasota this weekend? Um, I am, but it's been... Have you been following? Yeah, Ponies lost all their games. They're, they're the one winless team, and it's really sad. If, if um... They're, they were all pretty close. Yeah, they were all pretty close. They, they played, were closer, and Lionel said that too. They're, they're always closer against the better teams. Are they actually the only winless team? I thought Boost Mobile hadn't won either. Oh, I got that from Noah, so... That's second hand. Is Noah there? No, but he also has Score Reporter. Oh, yeah, everyone has Score Reporter. And since we're in constant communication, I just use that instead of checking out for myself. So if Pony was playing Ironside in the title game, you'd be rooting for Pony? Um, oh, God. That's a hard question. I know. Yeah. I would have to root for Pony. So you'd root against Frogger? Uh, that is the only way I would root against Ironside or Frogger. It's hard to root against Frogger. It's it's really... I, 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 it makes me somewhat physically ill to want anything bad to happen to Frogger at any time. But I don't think I could... Yeah. Well, luckily, I don't think that'll be a problem because Ironside is 6-0, and and I don't think Pony's going to meet him in the final. No one's put up more than, like, seven points on them. Yeah, they're they're really good. I mean, he, he's convinced they're going to win, but he thinks that... He thought that last year, too. Uh, I, I don't... convinced they're going to win? Yeah. I, I do uh, not think they're going to win. That's good inside information. That's inside information? I congratulate you on... Yes, you are an actual player... I guess that's true. That's first-hand reporting. That's straight from, from the locker room. Straight from the team. Confidence high in the Ironside clubhouse. Confidence is high amongst at least Frogger. You're an intrepid reporter. I'm, I'm you should do this professionally. I'm guessing everyone. I thought about that as doing a professional Frisbee podcast, but I think it'd be hard. Yeah. You could team up with Rando. Rando could sponsor you. Um, yeah, I might try to skip out on that part of it. Did you know that Rando got married to a woman? Are you kidding me? I'm pretty sure that that happened. Or maybe it's he's just engaged. I don't think either of those things happened. He might just be, no, listen, go to his Facebook page right now. I really don't think he's married. You can freak out on the podcast. Will he get, will, will he get married in a breakmark jersey? Can right, okay, you see that thing, in, in the woman in the photo with the rando? Um, I see the woman in the photo of the rando, yes. Okay, now scroll down and start reading comments. Is anyone flying to nationals from Boston? No, 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 no. Go to the one-worders. Congrats. Congrats to you both. Huge mazel tov. Hey, man. Congrats Congrats. to you both. Maybe he sold Breakmark. Uh-huh. Don't think so. Interesting. Best of luck to you both. Super exciting. Congrats to you and Tamar. 
I'm surprised he didn't propose live on the podcast, actually. Really? Has he, has he been lined up as a possible guest? Um, no. But Is he gonna, maybe he wants to buy uh, some ad space on the podcast. That's actually true. If I, as I sell ad space, do you think I could get him to make an ad? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, absolutely. Sell ad space to 11 people that have refused oh, to buy oh, his You purchase. wouldn't get the ad until next year. So we'll run it on next year's show. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll get in touch with Rando and see if, probably he, fit badly. see if he wants to. Uh, I'm sure it would fit badly. Uh, see if he wants to, to run an ad on next year's podcast. That's assuming the ratings warrant a show next year. Like, I'm, I'm not sure the numbers oh, back you gotta, that up. you got to bring this back. We, we could, there are going to be all kinds of improvements next year. Yeah, like what? What, what should well, I be I think doing? I, now, once you get comfortable, you know, in your shooting schedule, your recording schedule and all that, I think you're going to start adding shit. I, I just have tremendous confidence in you. All right, give me, give me, give me a suggestion. Give me games. We should start picking games, maybe. Pick, um, you mean the fantasy games? Yeah, I think, you, like, uh, yeah, and you can even use the spread, ESPN spread. I I talked about that when the Lamb Shop was on, that I wanted to bet on the spreads with people. But, um, yeah, I've actually thought about picking games for a while. This week has some interesting ones, too. The only problem with that is that uh, the spread is based on the current lineup, and people still. Yeah, I know. And people can change it till literally the second of the game. Um, all right, so I'll pay. So you think you're going to lose the lamp shot? That's an easy. I'm going to beat Yoni this week. That's two. Um, what? Where's the good ones? Ooh, uh, Vigo and Moose. But dude, didn't Yoni just get Not a huge? Yoni. Oh, he had Doug Martin, right? Uh, he had Doug Martin. I had pretty good. Um, Percy Arvin and Mike Williams both had decent games, actually. I don't know, man. I, I like Yoni after that Doug Martin week. I know. I'm if thirty six point five, bitches. But who else on you know? Yoni, His projected like, total is one hundred and seventy seven. I, I know it's the highest of the week. It's making me it's, cry. It's a very high number. His quarterback is Sam Bradford. It's just he can't beat me. Yeah, but you say that about the Rams too. But sometimes they win. Especially, I think this is a home game for Yoni. Uh, but yeah, it is. But I'm actually two and zero on the road, zero and five at home. So I'm much better road team. Mm, uh, I never thought about that. So I'm, I'm using that to my to my advantage. Um, yeah, that's well, gonna be- a huge line. Oh, uh, Hudson has a huge line. Hudson seems been on fire recently. Actually, he's put up like three hundred the past two weeks. Last time I saw Hudson in person, we commiserated about how horrible both of our teams are and how we should dis- we should really just kill ourselves. And then his team took off, and my team stayed in the. Well, Hudson wrote that email to the league that he asked to be ranked last because of how awful his team was. and That's the magic charm. So I'm glad that I started this week by asking to be ranked last. Yeah, I guess that's true. You can move up. No, that was without any hope of personal benefit. If Chris Johnson plays well, Hudson's team isn't bad, and he's been playing well, but it's tough to trust in that. Um, yeah, and he only got five from Vincent Jackson on, on Thursday night. And he's still got a 153 projected. Yeah. What about, uh, all right, Lionel CB. Pick that one for me. All right, let's see. Hold on. Lionel CB. So the, the line right now is uh, CB six and a half. But what do you think the odds are Lionel doesn't reset his roster because he's a Nationals? Oh, shit. You can do it on the phone, though. And I'm yeah, but I mean, he could easily favorite. forget. His, his roster is set. Yeah, is it? I guess so. Yeah, it is. He got MJD out of there. Daniel Thomas is the right sit. Uh, I don't know. I'd be playing. You can't start Danny Woodhead for real. Um. Yeah, Daniel Thomas got zero points in his last game. 
He has two concussions. That's what I'm reading right now. Oh, yeah. With a bye week to heal from his second concussion this season. All right. Start, start Danny Woodhead. That's a totally defensible move, starting Woodhead. Woodhead gives you 5 to 10, solid. Uh, I'd say, like, I mean, he had a decent game last week. Yeah, actually, looking at his numbers, you're right. He, he gives you 5 to 10. Um, yeah, so he's um, Ryan and Philly. This is all going to be about the Philadelphia game. It really is, with Deshaun and Vic on uh, on CB's team. That's going to be, and wow, almost all their guys are in the early games. This is going to be a slugfest. It's going to be a good game. CB's team is like, he's been pretty consistent. I haven't ranked him that high, but I don't think, he, like, his team's been right around there. Like, I think he's a pretty good bet for the playoffs. Yeah, once Wes Welker started up. Yeah, he had a, Wes Welker had a rough first two weeks, but... He's been good. I mean, Ray Rice is on bye this week. That's good for Lionel. But Rice has always been good. Vic and Roethlisberger have been pretty decent, actually, from fantasy perspective. I'm not, I'm going to call CB to win this, I think. I don't think Lionel's running backs are going to hold up. I, uh, see, CB's got all the home teams. That's All of Lionel's key guys are playing on the road. Except Brandon Whedon. Except Brandon Whedon. But Brandon Whedon, in a way, is always playing on the road. That's correct. Um, all right, I'm saying, I'm saying, CB, what's your call? Um, shit. All right, yeah, I, yeah, I gotta pick CB. I wish, I wish I did. Lionel deserves to win this week uh, to make up for Nationals. To make up for losing at Nationals. To make up for his teammates dragging him down at Nationals. Oh, you're right. That was really, that really sucked to them. Um. So my heart is with Lionel, but but my brain is with CB. Okay, that's, that's fair. Um, what about what about Noah Hudson? You, you picking Noah on that one? He's, he's, he's down twenty um, points so, in the spread. Did you say don't look at the spread? No, I said he's down twenty points in the spread. I know after Vincent Jackson sucked. Which is what I don't understand. But can you really pick against Noah though on live podcast? Um, uh, no, I can't. I know. Um, and Brady, he's got Brady and Ridley in the dome at the Rams. They could go off. No, it's in London. It's in that's in London. Yeah, that's the London game. Oh shit! So that really messes. Like you have no idea what's going to happen in that game. No. And Gronkowski, his whole team is the Pats. Man, I know because Noah Noah can't quite separate. I guess no one can. I, I never draft Eagles, but all right. You know what? I'm picking I'm picking Noah for the upset here. I, I'm going with Noah. I, I like I'm looking at Stephen Ridley and Larod Stevens howling to the running backs, and that's just that's not going, strong. Going at, at San Francisco? Oh no, no, at home, at home to San Francisco. Yeah. Um, I know. Whatever. I'm going with Noah. All right. All right. Stick with your heart. That's so. Yeah. So pick, picking weeks. Maybe I'll start doing that better each week. Um, oh, so this I really believe in this podcast. I do. And you, the website is expanded. I can't even keep track of it. Yeah. What's your what's the, what's the best part of the website? I I don't know. See, you know what the problem is. I'm I really love what you're doing, but looking at it makes me sad about my abilities as a fantasy football player. And there's, I can't take, I I have a very fragile ego, so I can 
can only take so much of your website, and I don't get to explore it all. Well, I mean, there's there's some good stuff to explore. We got the Eli Manning watch, trade tracker. I mean, percent star. These are like. I'm gonna have to spend some time on here. If I win a couple more games and claw back into not wanting to kill myself, I'll, I'm gonna spend some more time on here. Everyone should be spending an hour a day minimum on this website. First of all, I mean, have you been updating Eli Manning watch? Um, I get behind on that. I'm a week behind. Yeah, yeah, I know. I checked a while ago because I, I was. I actually, I think I'm gonna change it to Joe Flacco either midseason or next season because. I, like, I've accepted that Eli's a good quarterback at this point. I think he's still a little overrated, not a ton. But, I mean, Joe Flacco, is, is so, he's awful. And, like, he's hes the new Eli. Like, people saying he's top 10, and I just can't buy that at all. Yeah, okay. That's a good choice. I like that choice. I'm not – I don't know if I would call him top 10. And people were calling Flacco top five going into the season. And, like, he's – No, only Flacco called Flacco top five. A, a ton uh, of – um. Of, uh, of of analysts were, were saying he was in that group. Well, they were probably homosexuals. Maybe. I, I don't usually question that, but... Echo is... I don't think... He, I, I don't... I'd want to look more, but I don't think he's top ten. Um, oh, n- no. So football, football, let's see. Football Outsiders last year had him 14th. And he's around the same this year. Yeah, I, I think that's... That's probably right. I mean, he has good games when he looks great, but he, like his bad games are so bad, and he's just and he has too many of them. He has one really good thing that's his arm. Yeah, um, that's his average. I mean, they're they're like, they're a pretty offensive team now, and like they're relying on. I just don't see Baltimore being very strong anymore as a team whatsoever. Oh, the Eli Manning page even has animation. This is this is just an astounding amount of work that I put in. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I mean, it is. I, is this, I, is this uh, honestly what percentage of the time you spend at work is spent making this website? Um, well, I'm lucky that I don't think my boss listens to this. I a subscriber. Uh, he's not a subscriber. He listens to my other podcast sometimes, but. What's your? You have another podcast? Yeah, I do. Uh, that's my real podcast. Organic cooking with Frogger. No, Frogger's been a guest host though. It's actually with um, Mike, who is my my non-tron roommate. Uh, we talk about awesome technology and iPhones and TV shows and stuff. Huh. All right. Uh, maybe maybe I'll blast out a link in case anyone wants to listen to that as well. We have had Frogger on twice as a guest host though. We should Frogger on this podcast. Do you uh, think we could book Frogger? I. I've actually been. It's gonna. I was gonna surprise attack someone with him. Um, <laughs> but you get two nationals. You. Players. I was going. I've been waiting for Lionel to get on the show. I was gonna surprise attack him with Frogger and have Frogger come on and say how much better Ironside was than Pony. Oh, that's not nice. Well, it's not nice now after seeing what happened. That's not nice at all. But I've been trying to get Lionel on for a while. And he's always busy. He's a busy guy. I know. As for how much, I would say 25% of my work week goes into fantasy football. That is lower than I would have. I would have said 30 at least. It depends on the week. Like 25, some weeks 50. It's, it's my, my team's as bad as yours. Like it's hard to have find the strength to keep doing this sometimes. Do you play other leagues? No, I play one league. This is, I've played other leagues before and like I can't handle it. Like I can only handle one league at a time. Yeah, I've only, I think only once that I tried to, and the second league didn't go well at all. 
I mean, like, I've gotten over the fact in fantasy you have to root, like, against, like, the teams you root for a lot. Like, when I was going against Stevie, I was rooting against Vic. I'm okay for that. But if you have two teams, like, a lot of times you're rooting for and not rooting for the same player. And, like, you, you can't do it. I'm not, I'm not as against it as I'm against picking more than one bracket in March Madness. Um, well, you mean entering more than one pool or filling out more than one different bracket? No, more than one different bracket. Because I'll enter multiple pools with usually no, the same bracket. You only have the one one set of picks. I, I agree with that. I mean, yeah, because if you're picking ten, yeah, if you pick ten different sets of picks, one of them's going to hit, and then you're going to go brag about how great you are. Right. Like, you get one set of picks. I, I agree with that. I'm down. All right, we've been agreeing uh, a little too much in the last couple of years. Well, I mean, it's it's just you've came along to my line of thinking. It makes sense. It's happening is, and I don't, it's hard I don't, to not agree with me when I make this much sense. I don't think it's perceptible, but you must be in some way taking uh, less ridiculous positions. I think I, I take perfect. It doesn't seem like you are, but I don't know what other conclusion we can draw. I, I can't think of a position I've ever taken that wasn't perfectly reasonable. That's astounding. That is astounding. I, I, I disagree there. We're disagreeing on that. You have it. I'm around on Eli Manning. Um, hey, hold on. Eli Manning is still really overrated. I, I mean, actually, I can go off on him because everyone is calling him the MVP of the league right now. I didn't hear anything you just said because I was busy regurgitating how you thought the Phillies were going to make the playoffs. The, I mean, do you, you don't follow the Phillies that close, do you? Like, they were three games out with 19 to play. They were close. No, they were never close. They were three games out. They were very close. No. See, no. No is not an answer. I'm telling you why they were close. Uh, all right. I, I don't know what to do with that. All right. We, we got to wrap this up anyway. Anything else you want to say while you're still on the show? Um, no. What, do you, what music are you going to play for me? I haven't decided. I feel bad for Priest that I didn't get to play any music last week for him. So I, I have to make it up to Priest somehow. I just listened to it today because I was behind on the podcast. That was that was a good priest was a really good host. I thought. Oh, he's, he's yeah, he's very sharp. That priest, he's he, gonna be Dr. Priest very soon. He is. He caught me off guard a few times, but he's coming to the alumni game this year. He said, so that that's good news. Oh man! All right, man. so so what, what what's your song? What do you want? No, I don't know. What do I? What were the rules? The rules are any song. I mean, I've been sticking with female pop songs. Have been my guidelines so far. Man, I don't know. Something really gay. They're all gay. That's the point. I'll... Really? You know what? You should get something by Alanis, but off her uh, acoustic remake album. That's uh, gay. Did she remake Jagged Little Pill? Jagged Little Pill as an acoustic album. All right, I'll look that up for you. And it's super gay, and I, I'll just I'll, I'll, I'll fag out to it. All right, well, I should have this up tomorrow, and you can be the first to fag out to it when I do. I, I, I almost always do. All right, great. Thanks, Anton. It's been a pleasure. All right. From North, we are out. How quickly I was replaced. And I am thinking of me when you fuck her. Because the love that she gave that we made wasn't able to make it on a fight to be open wide. No. And every time you speak her name, does she know how you told me, pulled me until you died, till you died, but you still alive. Oh, now here to remind you, I'll miss you. That's when you went away. I 
the joke that you laid in the bed that was me And I'm not gonna fade as soon as you close your eyes And you know it And every time I scratch my nails down someone else's back I hope you feel it Oh, can you feel it when I'm here to remind you of the mess you're out when you went away? It's not fair to deny away a cross-eyed bear at your gates, my go, go, go. Oh, no, no, I am here to remind